Welcome to another episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. And on this episode of Opera for Everyone, we're going to be listening to The Pearl Fishers by Georges Bizet. Yes, also known as the composer of Carmen. Most famously Carmen. known. I, I know. love Carmen. <laughs> I know you gave it two shows. Ugh. <laughs> it's crazy. So what uh, what is special about the Pearl Fishers and uh, what we're listening to today? Pat? Well, a great many things. I mean, it, it might be a good idea to talk about Georges Bizet a little bit first. He was 24 years old when this opera premiered. Wow, he was a prodigy. Yeah, well, he was. He had won this uh, prize, this very prestigious prize in France for artists of quite a number of medium, um, called the Prix de Rome. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the name might suggest, it uh, was... Uh, An Italian prize. Well, it was funded by the French government. Oh. Uh, to allow artists to study in Italy. Aha. And he had done that. Um, it, initially, it was not for uh, musicians or composers of any sort. It was for um, people in the visual arts. Mm-hmm. Painters, sculptors, etc. And it, it expanded over the years. In fact, this Prix de Rome, oh, it has a long, long history. It, it, um, uh, Colbert, like who Colbert was before he was a talk show host. I know, I'm like, what about Stephen Colbert? No, not him, not him, the other Colbert. Or perhaps Katie Colbert, How, the realtor. I, nope, not her either. Um, so it's, it's the 17th century, it's 1663 when this prize is established. And um, and it exists for over hundreds three, of years. Three hundred years. It wasn't until 1968 that that the prize was abolished by André Malraux when he was Minister of Culture in France. Wow, 1968. It's a long time. Yeah, that was an active time in France too. But we really don't have time to go into that. <laughs> However, Bizet had won this very very prestigious prize. So um, government pays for him for three years to study in Italy. And if you're going to, if you're a composer and you're going to study in Italy, you're going to breathe in the air of opera, which he mm. did. Yes, <laughs> I, I know you like that air. <laughs> um, and so when um, the Théâtre Lyrique, not the most prestigious theater in France, but they were looking uh, for a new piece, they actually commissioned him because he he had won this prestigious prize, and they thought he had a lot of promise. And maybe they thought it could help elevate their brand. Absolutely. They're like, we're not actually rocking it that much. Let's hire this guy that won this big prize. Yeah. So this is, um, he gets this story. I don't actually know that that's not written about as much. So I'm not, I'm not going to give much information about the source of the story, but, but it exists. And it, um, Les Pêcheurs de Pearl, the, the Pearl Fishers in English, um, and it's set in, any guesses? Ceylon. Ceylon, which is not a name we use these days. Sri Lanka. Very well. Oh, gold I know. star. I studied. I studied. I did some studying. Oh, good Good work. Good work. So, um, yeah, it, it becomes uh, Ceylon under the British, uh, who that's part of their vast empire. Um, but... Uh, so it's set during that period. It's kind of the eighteen. Well, no, I don't know. When was the Raj? Well, I I always associate the Raj with the Victorian era. 
I think that works. Except um, I'm, try- I'm trying to remember here. It the oh, let's see. It it uses the name Ceylon up to 1972, but um, it ceases to be under British control. Similar time period to India. Um, uh, well, part of 1948. Wow. So, um, at any rate, it's 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 very much the uh, a civilization um, of peoples that their livelihood and their lives are centered along the sea. The sea matters because mm. Ceylon is an island; it's rather small. And yes, exactly. And so these are these the the pearl fishers of the title are the ones who are working to earn their livelihood by harvesting pearls, diving for pearls. And that's that's critical. Um, so, Are they right. divers then? Yeah, they're divers, pearl divers. Like they're just the the free dive kind of business because they didn't have tanks back then tanks. of oxygen. Oh, tanks! I'm thinking military. Military I'm like, tanks. What they are didn't you have those either. About? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so so the if you're going to be a pearl diver, one of the things that's going to be very very important to you, or if big you, lungs. Well, that and the weather matters. You mm, can't yeah. have raging storms. You want calm seas in order to um, to to survive this. It's a, it's a hazardous. Ha- I mean, they train themselves, but it's a hazardous hazardous Profession. job. Um, and that's that's critical to this particular uh, to this particular story. We um, are going to listen to a song right now called. Sur la grève en feu, on the burning sand, and this is our introduction to this, to this society, and it's the choir singing about um, their lives. You know, it's funny. What? I before you told me the translation, I thought it was sur la grève en feu, and like en feu to me is crazy, but that's spelled with an O. Yeah, F E U here. Yeah, the different. That means fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. On the burning sand. All right. So uh, you're listening to, if you've just turned in, you're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. And this morning we're listening to The Pearl Fishers by Georges Bizet. And here we're going to hear the song Sur la Grève en Feu. And what does that mean, Pat? On the burning sand. On the burning sand. You'll never forget it.
So the chorus has just come in. <laughs> They've been there all along. <laughs> they're they're just letting you know what their life is like. Um, but as there's as they're talking about getting ready to go pearl fishing, um, and you know finding that precious pearl, um, enter our first main character, Zorga. Zorga, he's the head fisherman. Zor- well, Zorga actually comes in and says, uh, hi, hi, everyone, uh, but just could you stop for a second? Please interrupt your games and dances. That's what I think is playing <laughs> underneath they're now. They're playing Twister. Um, uh, well, they're, you know, they're psyching themselves up for the, for the big dive. And um, he comes in and he says, you know, we need to choose a king. We need to elect a leader. Of the fisherman? The fisher king. <laughs> well, he says we need to elect a leader, and he seems to be, to my mind, exhibiting some leadership by saying we need to exhibit. Excuse me, Choose elect a leader. a leader. It's that's always the danger of being the first one to speak up. You're like somebody needs to be in charge, and everybody's like, maybe it should be you. Well, that's exactly what happens. Right. Uh, except he he's quite happy for it to be him. He's, Is he a benevolent leader? Oh no, I can't give away the whole story. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he 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 says we need to pick a leader and the chorus all says well then we want you he's like who me oh, what? <laughs> me oh little old, this uh, the, me <laughs> and they say yes yes be our leader and we will accept your rule be our leader please and then he goes well okay but do you swear you'll all obey me swear it like scouts honor type swear or what do they have to give blood or yeah pledge? it's it's a it's a life pledge here and then he goes and just to be clear i alone will be in power nobody else you will obey me and no one will challenge me and they're like yeah 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 he goes okay then i'll do it <laughs> like he hadn't planned that the whole time right um, and so this is all happening and suddenly we see a new character enter the stage Nadir. Nadir. And Zorga instantly recognizes him and he says, Nadir, friend of my youth. Can it really be you? So he's just reappearing after a long absence. And Nadir explains himself. Yes, I'm your former friend. Let my happiness revive among you, my friends. Um, I've been out in the savannas and the forests where the hunters set up their nets. And I've uh, lived with a knife between my teeth, with tigers, wow. burning eyes, and the jaguar and the panther, and and I've come back to you. And so they're quite happy to be reunited. He sounds like kind of a kind of a tough dude. Tigers well, and bad, you know, like knife between my teeth type business. He yes, he's well. We'll learn later why he felt the need to leave. Well, not very much later. Pretty soon we'll learn why he felt the need to leave. But Zorga instantly wants to let him know, please stay with us, Nadir. You are one of us. Come live with us. Um, and we can actually listen to It's a pretty brief song. And we can actually listen to that one right now. Okay. So we're going to be listening to... Demure Parmi Nu Nadir. Stay among us. 
Nadir. All right. That's what we're going to listen to. Uh, so this is uh, Zorga singing, uh, uh, come and stay with us, Nadir. You're, you're a good guy. On the Pearl Fishers by Bizet on Opera for Everyone K-12. <laughs> So they've all convinced Nadir that he should stay. And now he never said he was going to leave, but he's... <laughs> he's like, with a welcome like that, why wouldn't I? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and then Zorga and Nadir have a, have a few minutes to get caught up. And um, Zorga is like, what, what brings us together again after such a long time? Um, and more importantly, have you kept your promise to me? What's the promise? He asks, after he asks, have you kept your promise? Do I see now a friend or a traitor? Oh, dear. He's like, have you come to, like, kill me, maybe? Or, like, get revenge? No, no, no. He had a promise he had to keep. Mm -hmm. And Nadir's response to this? Well, I have been able to overcome my deep love. Zorga's relieved. And he says, well, let's forget the past then and... Let's celebrate your return. Let's go down to the bar. Yeah. We'll have some wings. <laughs> have some beers. Exactly. Watch the game. <laughs> Be bros. Yeah. No, that's exactly. Nadir says, yes, I have found peace. Um, and he's like, Nadir's like, Zorgos, excuse me, says to Nadir, what, what are you saying? He says, well, Zorga, 
when we both reach the age in which dreams of past days have vanished from our souls, you will remember our last journey and our halt at the gates of candy. Um, so they're... Candy? Oh, it's a place. Don't know. It's, it's not, not like Candyland. It's not like a <laughs> mystical, magical place where you slide down peppermint slides. No, n- no, it is not. It's a place name. Um, however, um, you see, there's a little uneasiness yet with mm-hmm. Zorga. Like, like, and what is this deep love to overcome that he's referring to? Not yet revealed, though. You can probably make an educated guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I know because I did some minor uh, preparation for the show. I did, I did. I did read the synopsis. I know who the characters are. Well, it's good. It's good. You know, I'll tell you what an opera synopsis. You read that ahead, and then you listen or you watch. You're pretty well set. It's fun to get to get you know the basics. You know, because opera is for everyone. Everyone. One one one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we are actually coming up on um, probably the most often performed out of context piece of this opera. Uh, a song, a duet known as the Pearl Fishers duet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it is our characters, Zorga and Nadir, singing together, a baritone and a tenor. And it's a lovely friendship duet. And is this one that, like, uh, even though the opera isn't widely known, that this song would be heard by, like, that people would recognize it? Yeah, it's one of those things where if, you, <laughs> if you're so inclined to Google... Uh, uh, Les Pêcheurs de Pearl or The mm-hmm. Pearl Fishers by Bizet um, on YouTube, for example. Mm-hmm. Lots of little um, videos, little snippets of this duet will show up with famous tenor and baritone singing together. Well, let's have a listen to this one. Yes. Still, 
That was the reunited friends, uh, Nadir and Zorga, recently elected king of his community. The Fisher King. <laughs> the Pearl Fisher's leader uh, with absolute authority. Um, they willingly granted him. But that's an aside. These two friends have reunited. And um, just a word about the things they were saying, other than maybe we should just say that was beautiful. That was lovely. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, that was lovely. You can see why uh, that's a that's a piece that gets played in uh, concerts and compilations of you right, know right when you read like a highlights reel of Pavarotti exactly. or whatever that's it it it's likely to show up right um, but during this song they let you know a little bit more about that promise and about that love Nadir says he mm-hmm. has gotten over and they they talk about. Her, her veil parts slightly. What a vision. What a dream. Yes, it is she. That, that And this is together when they're singing. is off. It, part of it is in rapture of this woman. She is a goddess, most charming and beautiful. She is a goddess come down among us. And, um, and they're talking about it. But they, they, they don't have her anymore. And the vow, the promise, in fact, was that they would both give her up. This, this woman, this, mm-hmm. this goddess-like woman, um, it, sh- neither one. To, to preserve the friendship, they both pledged that neither one would pursue or mm. have her. It was like the Beatles or, no, what was it, Eric Clapton and <laughs> Layla? Who was that? Well, I'm not sure if you're talking about the name or the just two guys after the same woman. Well, it was Eric Clapton married What's-His-Face's wife and then wrote the song Layla about her. Are you serious? I didn't know this story. Tell me more. Well, I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Okay, well. We'll maybe. come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back to that After the later. break. <laughs> Anywho. Not, not their break. Our break. <laughs> um, no, they. but Layla is the name of the woman, as, as you know. Uh, Layla is the name of the woman. We haven't met her yet, but they're singing about her. And um, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking it was Leela. I didn't even put that together. Okay. Le, well, anyway, in the versions on. that I've heard, Leila is how it's pronounced. Wow. Um, Maybe that's where they got the name. I'm not sure that okay, that would I'll work look it up out. Later. But, Sorry. But Nadir um, sings in this Love takes our heart by storm and turns us into enemies. See, that's the danger. Mm-hmm. This rivalry, this rival love, 
But I also love the 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 image of nature here, um, unstoppable nature. Love takes our hearts by storm, um, because storms are a part of their lives. Are are one of the thing the great forces Dangers. of nature mm-hmm. that they have to guard against. Um, and they end by saying, "Let us swear to be friends, and we will remain friends." Um, we've seen her; she's she's led you to me. But I will keep my promise. You know, we're friends forever. Uh, <laughs> Bros before hoes. <laughs> I was not going to say that. I went there. <laughs> you did, and that's what they're promising here. Um, and immediately following the end of this duet. We have Zorga saying, ah, what do I see now? <gasps> a canoe is coming. Oh, I was expecting it. Oh, holy Brahma, thank you. Here she is. And then he explains for all of us, because we don't know their ancient customs. He says, according to an ancient custom, every year we go and fetch from far away from here. Um, a long veil conceals her face and no one must see her come near. But while we are at work, diving for pearls, she stands on that rock and prays, her chant hovering above our heads. She keeps away the evil spirits and she protects us. She is near and she is coming closer. And now the whole chorus erupts into a song of welcome. Let's listen. So this is the Soir le Bienvenue. On Be welcome. You're welcome. Hey, welcome, lady with the veil. <laughs> yes, she's entire, her face is entirely obscured with this veil. A key plot point. Ah, she's mysterious. Swallow Bienvenue on uh, Bizet's Pearl Fishers on Upper Harvey. <laughs> I think she feels welcomed. This That's, is Layla in the Pearl pretty. Fishers by Bizet, has just arrived on the scene. The chorus of townsfolk, village folk. They're super pumped. They're super pumped because she has, has <laughs> sworn to pray. Um, but Keely, I have a question for you. Have yes, you, Pat. Have you been listening to the words? Now, I know opera words can be hard to discern, and we just listen to the music. But have you noticed something, something... A little odd for some a, a piece written by Georges Bizet, premiered in Paris, Les Pêcheurs de Perles. Which is French. Which is French. Well, you know, Pat, 
Yes. Part of the reason that I like to listen to opera is because I don't really understand what they're saying, and it just becomes music. Yeah, so I like, agree with that. The lyrics, they're lyrics, but I don't register them as lyrics because I usually can't understand them, even though I do speak sort of Spitalian and Although Italian I have to say, and French. Understanding the story sometimes gives extra punch to the it does. to the drama of the music, which is why we created opera for everyone. I right? know that's that is it actually... makes it more understandable and therefore maybe more enjoyable because it's for everyone. It is for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but back to our point. Okay. The uh, the composer is French. The title is French, but the version we're listening to is Italian. It's Italian. Isn't that crazy? It's so confusing. It is confusing because it premiered in Paris. It, the libretto originally is in French, and yet we're listening to an Italian version. But there is sound historic. We didn't just get the cut rate CD. <laughs> Well, maybe we did, but <laughs> we we expedited the CD and we were able to get one in time to do this show. But it turned out to be in Italian, and we were like, "Which it's... is actually historically significant." Why? Shall I explain? Yes, please tell me. <laughs> well, um, when this premiered, as, as you'll recall, it was uh, 1863. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very young Georges Bizet, 24 years old. That's um, amazing. So yeah, young. he was a prodigy. There's there's no question about that. Um well, it was just and it was 10 years after that that Carmen much beloved. I mean, oh. he didn't know he died actually. Poor thing, he died quite young. Um well, 35 I think mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, cuz yeah, it was Carmen was just in the first yeah, several he, he did performances. Not, he was not uh, he was not aware before his death that Carmen was going to be the right. smash success. Mm-hmm that it became one of the most performed operas uh, to this day. Right. Um, but the success of Carmen um, kind of pumped up the interest in Pearl Fishers. Pearl Fishers, it wasn't condemned, but it wasn't received It knew with a pl- I mean, they didn't necessarily I love mean, it. This is a little sad. Even one of the uh, li- uh, librettists, one of the, the ones who wrote the libretto, said, oh gosh, if we actually kind of known what a talent he was. He's just this 24-year-old kid. If we'd known what a talent he was, we maybe would have tried a little harder with the libretto. Right. Because the libretto was much more condemned than... Oh, is that what it was? ...than the composing. Yeah, that's one of the reasons it wasn't received so well. Um, You know, thin plot, blah, blah, blah. So, So it was actually kind of interesting, one of the librettists expressing regret in later years that they hadn't done a better job for mm. Bizet because he was actually a top-notch composer. Right. He was just young and unproven, and they didn't know. So, And to, to give props to these lazy librettists, they were <laughs> Eugène Cormont and Michael, or, well, Michel? I guess, the, Michel Carré. <laughs> um, lazy, phoning it in, going down to the... Pub, go well, down to the brasserie. They had a deadline to meet. So anyway, writing it on the back of napkins, <laughs> soaked in gin. Whatever. Okay, sorry. Probably red wine. Red wine, right? <laughs> Bien sûr, Bordeaux. <laughs> At any rate, it premieres. Pearl Fisher's premieres in 1863. Carmen comes out ten years later, 1873. And as time goes by, and and Carmen becomes more and more popular, more and more popular. People are like, hey, let's go take a look at this other other 
show of his, see if it's any good. You know, oh gosh, yes, he could write music. And it was in 1886 that uh, La Scala. Oh, in Milan. Yes, this this premier opera house mm -hmm. in Italy. Mm -hmm. Italy is the place where it happens for mm -hmm. opera. Mm -hmm. It's um, ground zero for opera. It is ground zero for opera. Um, they perform it, but but they because they because they're the Italians and they mm -hmm. can right. They translate the um, libretto into Italian. Italiano. Yeah. Oh, nicely said. Um, and they pepperoni and <laughs> mozzarella. <laughs> Sorry. It's Sorry. Sometimes Sorry. hard to stay on I track know, it's here. So silly. So dumb. <laughs> So, so that version with the Italian libretto becomes the um, the normal version, even though they keep the French title, and they even kept the, keep the title on the songs for some of the French. Right on this CD, oh. all the titles are in French, even though the singers are singing in Italian. Weird. And so this Italian version tours Europe, um, and in fact, three years later, in 1889, it returns to France, to Paris, to be performed in, guess what? Italian. In Italian. So when... Those, see, the French, like, they, they do real well, but but ground zero, Italy, for opera. Um, and so they performed it in Italian, even in Paris, which is just a little bit insulting, I would think. To the French? Yeah. Well, so here's my question. When they, re, um, when they translated it into Italian, did they transcreate? I mean, did they take the ideas and, you know, write it in Italian, but like sort of change some of the the meaning of the story? Or did they stay pretty true to the original French? That is such a good question. And I have no idea what really? the answer is. Why would I know that? Do well, I, I don't think, know. You're like, like I it was hard. I'll tell you what, it was a little harder than some like Carmen and operas like that. It was a little harder to find info. The librettos, at least online, you know, not if like you want to order it from somewhere. Um, but if you want to just find it online, it was a little harder to find the librettos for uh, Les Pêcheurs de Pearl in both French and in English. Um, it was it was a challenge. And so I did not even look for the Italian libretto. So, and I don't really speak Italian, so I couldn't have made the comparison. Right. So I can't answer your question. Curious. Maybe maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. We don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So we're going to listen to Asset Froid, which is uh, an aria by Nadir. Do we need to set that up before we talk about it or before it starts to play? Well, that's at the sound of her voice. It's it's really just Nadir reflecting on how desperately he is in love. Oh, I guess we should. We neglected to say this. We mentioned her face was completely veiled. Right. Um, and she, of course, can see out of the veil. Right. And she recognizes him, and he's reminded of her. But he doesn't know that it's her. We're not 100% clear. But I'm not 100% clear. Something. Yeah, and so he's he's uh, reminiscing about this great love he has for this woman that he's let go on account of friendship for his friend Zorga. Mm. So this is Nadir singing about... The, the remembrance of his love at in, the sound of her voice at the sound of her voice on uh, the Pearl Fishers by Georges Bizet <laughs> 
Well, that was a tenor, huh? That was beautiful. Yeah, I, that was nice. That was actually two songs, although they kind of go right up next to each other. At the sound of her voice, and I think I can still hear. And it's the same idea. He's, right. He's she happily reflecting. Because mm-hmm. on... he doesn't know that it's her, but th- there's so many things about this veiled beauty. Well, you know, he says, what mad hope is this? Um could it be her? He thinks he thinks maybe it certainly sounds like her, but her face is utterly obscured. And so he's he's just in rapture. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, bewitching night. Well, he uses the word, or at least the English version um, uh, says it. Oh, bewitching night. Oh, exquisite rapture. Oh, delightful memory. Mad elation. Sweet dream. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so it sounds so funny when you when you just say it like, "Oh, mad elation, oh, sweet dream." <laughs> I I'm not an opera singer. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but I mean, it's just like the it's always the the lyrics are just so ridiculous. But I guess you know you could take like a Nine Inch Nails song, and if you said that, it would sound silly. I I always feel like when you read the lyrics to a song that you know it's. It's flat. Flat. It's disappointing mm-hmm. because the music is integral. Right. True. But the lyrics here are trying to help tell the story. I mean, that's what opera does. Oh, sweet dream. Oh, <laughs> elation. Well, if you're going to make fun of that, you're going to even <laughs> make more fun of the name of this next one that we're going to listen to. Are you ready for this one? Yes. The sky is blue. No. Mais oui. <laughs> Le ciel est bleu. Yes, yes, and this is the chorus. And I, I would like to introduce another character. Nurabad. Nurabad. Nurabad is the. Um, I, I don't. I, for want of a better phrase, I'll call him the chief priest. He is in charge. He is the guide for Leila. Mm-hmm. This. Um, was he rowing the boat? He brings her. No, he's local. He's not. He's not of her entourage. Oh, he summoned her to. Yes, he's to... He, now. He, and he's in charge of making sure she follows the rules. What we did. What we did skip over, and maybe we should just back up briefly. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> is Zorga reminding Layla? But honestly, I think it's for our benefit as the audience. Reminding Layla of her promise which is that she must, her oath that is that she must pray day and night, be utterly alone, and you must be friendless without husband or lover, and you must swear to that alone, by yourself. But he doesn't know that it's her. No one else. He doesn't know that it's Layla. No, he knows that it's this, it's this She's priestess, priestess that's been brought in. She's a pure and unsoiled virgin. To preside over the dive. For the to, pearls. To pray to the gods day and night. Um, she goes up on a rocky cliff to do this, mm-hmm. and she must be alone. And, and you know, do you promise to do this? Do you promise? You'll keep away all the evil that might befall our people if you do this. But if you don't, you should know. We're going to push you off the cliff. The punishment is death. Really? They're going to, like, push her off the cliffs. They're like, if you, if anything goes wrong... It's your fault. Well, he doesn't say that, but he does say if you don't keep your vow to be alone without a friend, a husband, or a lover. 
I have you, so many you thoughts have, going through my head right now. You will have broken it and I'm in charge. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, and, and he says, um, however, if we have a successful dive and you've kept your vows, you get the best pearl. The biggest, bestest <sighs> pearl. Um, so many thoughts. And I'm not going to say them. Yeah. Okay. Don't say them. That's fine. So that's that we've set the story. So Nuraband is the um, he is the the leader who is is bringing her up to this rocky cliff where she must stay alone, mm-hmm. friendless, mm-hmm. by herself. Here, I'm just I'm gonna just put you in this box <laughs> up here on this pedestal. Really, literally. <laughs> So gross. Almost literally, but up here on a pedestal, right? Like, yeah, to be untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's she's concerned. She she doesn't really love this idea of being left alone in this scary dark place. Um, by and... herself. <laughs> by herself. And there's like tigers and stuff. And and so uh, they sing. She sings. And you can hear the chorus singing with her. She sings to Oh Holy Brahma. And um, I think this is my personal favorite in the entire opera. I think this is a, a very, very beautiful piece. Oh Holy Brahma. Um, but, Layla... uh, we're going to listen to Le Ciel Bleu first, aren't we? Oh, goodness me. You're right. You're right. You're right. So let's listen to the chorus. Le ciel est bleu and Norban, and then we will, um, after that, we'll hear. And then we'll go into the... Uh... Le ciel est bleu is nice, too. Okay. <laughs> and this is Norabad and, and Nadir and the, and the chorus, right? Not Nadir. Not Nadir. Okay. So the chorus. Um, and Bizet's The Pearl Fishers. Oh, I'm sorry. Nadir does say, farewell, sweet dream, farewell. The sweet dream of this woman he misses. Not major here, but yes, he does say that. You're right. He, it's not his aria, but it is a he did. Okay. He is a singer. Okay, here we go. Sky's blue. Sky's blue. Oh, 
Well, you heard the tenor come in there. That Norbad. was Oh no, no the Nadir t- was a tenor. Yeah, very, it, at the very end. Yes, um, Norbad's a bass. So this is actually it's actually kind of convenient here. We our characters we don't have any duplicates. We have a a baritone, a tenor, a soprano, and a bass. So um, you can kind of pick them out when they're singing, even even if you don't understand their words. Um, but that the the tenor we just heard was Nadir saying farewell, sweet dream, farewell. Mm. You know, giving up again in his mind the love of this of this woman. Mm. Um, but now we have uh, Layla standing on her rock, praying. <laughs> And and she she is in prayer, O Holy Brahma, O Fair Shiva, and um, she's deep in prayer. And Nadir, who has fallen asleep, kind of on the periphery, says that voice. There's that voice. I know that voice. And she she continues to sing some more, and Nadir appears. And he's like, oh, it is she. It is Layla. And <laughs> it is, it is, it is. And he says, you no longer need to fear. I have come. I am ready to da- lay down my life and shed my blood for you. And she's like, stay away. I got to be on this rock by myself. Well, we will get to that. But at this point, she's in shock because she's like, oh, He's here. He's followed me. He's listening to me. I, I, I'll keep singing. And there's all this goes on. We've got the chorus in the background. We've got Layla, and this is the one, O Holy Brahma, O Holy Brahma, that I think is is the most beautiful in the opera. It's it's exquisite. Can so we should listen? we listen to that? Yes, please. <laughs> so this is Layla, the soprano, and Bizet's the pearl fisher singing O Holy Brahma. On opera for everyone.
You're listening to Opera for Everyone, a radio show and podcast that makes opera understandable, accessible, and enjoyable for a mainstream audience. It airs Sundays from 9 to 11 a.m. Mountain Time on 89.1 KHOL in Jackson, Wyoming. KHOL is Wyoming's only community radio station. Opera for Everyone is hosted by me, Keely Heron. And me, Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoy the second half of today's episode. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Darkness is descending. They are letting us know. <laughs> That's the chorus, of course. Welcome back to the second <laughs> half of today's episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keely Heron. I'm Pat Wright. And you are listening to The Pearl Fishers by Bizet. On opera for everyone. One, one, one. And that means you. Right. <laughs> you. I'm looking at you. You, listener. <laughs> it's for you. Oh, my gosh. We're punchy. <laughs> so uh, we've um, Pat do you want to bring us up to date What we've listened to in the first half Of today's program Briefly 
Or do you want me to do it? Do you want to test me and see if I know? I'd like you to do it. Okay. So um, Zorga and Nadir were long-lost friends who split at some point in their lives after falling in love with the same woman. And Zorga said, Nadir, promise me that you won't be with her. And Nadir said, yes, I promise. And then for some reason, he left and went on walkabout out in the jungle. Had to get over that love. Had to try, (laughs) do what he was going to do. He so he was a hunter and he carried a knife between his teeth and <laughs> was kind of a kind of a you know he was just a tough dude out there in the in the wilderness in Ceylon also known as Sri Lanka and then uh, Zerga became a pearl fisher he convinced all of his friends to um, make him their leader and pledge undying loyalty yep as the fisher king and uh, then shortly after that like r- literally right after that. <laughs> Uh, Nadir shows back up and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? How have you been? And Nadir's like, I'm good. I was out in the forest and whatever. And Zerga says, uh, so did you, you kept your promise, right? And he's like, yes, I did. And they're like, yeah, let's go, you know, hooray. We're friends again. And then right then Layla shows up in a boat, but she's got a veil over her. Oh, Layla is the woman that they were both in love with. Of course. And she shows up in a canoe to be preside over the pearl fishing uh, expedition. Yeah, but she's just this unknown goddess she's brought got a, in a for veil this job to by do. By Nurabad, right? Right. Who's the, br- the, local the Brahmin re- priest. Yes, the local, the local religious priest. leader. Yeah. And he brings her in, and so she's like, I'm here to pray for you. And they're like, great, go stand up on this rock all by yourself. <laughs> That's you it. have to be alone. And then um, she's up there and she starts to sing like, oh, holy Brahma, watch over us and keep us safe and give us a good um, pearl fishing harvest. As she has been hired to do or has she's been brought in to do. And then Nadir is like, wait, I know that voice. Yeah. How did I do? You did great. On a scale of one to ten? Oh, you did twelve. Get out. Yeah, you did great. Thanks. Okay, good. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> you did completely great. And um, we are we are up on the rock with Layla at this point. Layla. <laughs> we are up on the rock with her, and the chorus is singing, Darkness is Descending from Heaven. So she's been up on the rock alone and all Praying. of this. But now night is falling, and she's um, uh, being instructed by Nurabad. Um, the priest. The priest. The the local priest. The local priest who's in charge of making sure she does what she's been brought in to Otherwise, do. Otherwise, they're going to pu- push her off a cliff. And he says, well, Layla, our task is done for the night. Um, you can sleep here. Out in the cold. On top of this rock. Careful for tigers. And I'll be going now. Yeah, I'm going to go to my <laughs> to my camper. <laughs> I'm going to go. With my large screen TV. Be comfy where I am. And she's like, but, but you're going to leave me alone here? And Norbert says, oh, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Over there, there, those rocks, the pounding waves mean like nobody's coming up that way. Right. We're good. And over there, it's good because there's a camp and we have peoples on arm, you know, with soldiers who have daggers and rifles and, and they'll keep watch. They'll keep make sure nobody gets near you. But mm-hmm. you, you need to stay alone. Alone. By yourself. Here. With no one else. On these rocks. On these rocks. And, Comfy. And does he give her a blankie or anything? Not clear. Not clear. Uh, and she he's just, not, she just, he's like, we've got this uh, sleeping bag that's rated to 35 <laughs> below. You'll be fine. And this sweet 
camping pad. No. 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 Just no. hang out on the rocks. You'll, Layla, you'll be fine. Layla merely says, may Brahma protect me. And Norabad, ever helpful, says, well, if your heart remains pure, if you keep your promise, you can sleep peacefully under my protection. Have no fear. Under Norabad's protection or Brahma's? Well, he's leaving the guys with the rifles down the down the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and Layla sort of summons her courage and she says, well, in the face of death itself, I was once strong enough to keep a promise that I had made. Do tell, he says, do tell. And so she sings a little piece uh, where she explains how when she was a child, there was a man, a fugitive who came across her and he begged for her help. And he took refuge with her. She protected him. She was just a child. And he prayed and she was moved by the power of his prayer and she hid him and they threatened her. Um, they came, came looking for this, this fugitive mm-hmm. and the horde threatened her with death. And she was surrounded and they threatened to kill her by plunging a dagger into her and she remained silent. She's letting Norabad know all this to say, okay, I've had scary stuff in my life. I, got I can this. do this. I got this. Yeah. And and the fugitive who survived, thanks to her bravery, said, oh, brave child. And as a token of his gratitude, gratitude. he gives her a necklace. A necklace. That's right. This is where the necklace comes in. This is the necklace. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> he gives her this necklace and he says, please wear this always in remembrance of me. And I have I saved his life and I kept his promise. And Norbad says, well, okay then. I guess you're pretty brave. He's like, mm, okay. Have a good night then. Good luck with that. Here's a sandwich. <laughs> I'm out. No sandwich. No sandwich. No sandwich. <laughs> Just pray. Just and pray, so, girl. Yeah, and she does. That's, I mean, that is her specialty. And um, then we have Layla and she sings a song called Here I Am. Alone in the night. Mais voilà seul dans la nuit. Shall we listen to it? Let's. Layla, professors, Bizet.
Well, that was Layla singing in Bizet's Pearl Fishers. In I'm the all alone in the night. All alone in the night <laughs> on top of a rock. Um, and <laughs> she starts off saying, here I am alone in the night. Um, but then she comforts herself by saying, but he is here because she has seen Nadir, the, the man who she once loved and disappeared. Um, and she says, my soul is soothed. Oh, happiness. And she's comforting herself in this lonely night. Um, and then we hear a tenor voice. And you know who our tenor is? Nadir. That's Nadir. And Nadir is, so they're both, essentially, they're both singing love songs to each other, but not to each other. Because she knows that he's there and he, he recognized her voice, but doesn't know that it's her. Well, no, he, he has figured out that it's her, but we're going to, we're going to have the proper reunion that we're all waiting for. Where they like actually get to talk to one another. Face to face and all, no, no veil or nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so he sings of his love for her, um, but he says, my beloved is locked away in a palace of gold and azure, metaphoric. Uh, and I hear her laugh. Blue and gold? Why is that metaphor? She's standing on a rock. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. Um, at any rate, she hears his voice. She thinks he's way off away with all the other town folk because mm-hmm. she's been brought by Norabad up to this lonely the rock. Top of the rock. To do her, her prayers for the pearl fishers. Mm-hmm. Serious business. Um, but a little distracted by this revived love. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to come now to a song where we get the long-awaited duet with Nadir and Leila. Um, and it's, it's Almighty God. He is here. And I'll I'll tell you a little bit about this here before we we pull it back up and listen. But Nadir says, she says, how did you, how did you find me? How did you find me? He's like, um, you're the girl that we hired to come and pray for us. And you're just standing on the top of the rock. So it's it's more than that, actually. Oh, okay. What? He kind of found out (gasps) that she was coming. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He's a sneaky Pete. He didn't. He didn't go back to this. He's place no dummy to see his old buddy Zorga. Really? Mm-hmm. That was just you know something well, he had to deal with. So there was no Facebook, so he couldn't have like accidentally like found out that she you tagged think, herself in a place. You think that people couldn't communicate with one another before Facebook? Well, they can't now, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah, no, people talk. There are ways. So he found out. Yeah, and he, but he says to her, God was leading me. A tender hope burns within me. Nothing, nothing could have kept me from you. So this is Leila, Leila, Dieu, passant. Well, but I, I, let, me, let me explain a little more here, though, because he, Leila says, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. That's creepy. Yes, I do think you're very wonderful. I do have fond, fond feelings for you. You did warm my heart. But I've made a promise, she says. Mm-hmm. I have made, and you must go away because your presence, your very presence here, is causing me to break my promise. And you must leave you. I mustn't even look at you. Go 
away. And Nadir leaves. No, he doesn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? Just like hide? No. What do you think he does? It's what? just the two of them uh, on this rock. I, she he says, tries go to away. Seduce her. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's like, please have mercy on me. She's like, it's going to result in death. This is serious business, my dear. She says, you need to leave for pity's sake. Please go. And he says, why do you repulse me? <laughs> why are you pushing well, me away? Yeah, Not why do, you... why do you repulse me, but why do you repulse me? Anyway, why, why are you pushing me away? Right. Why, like, don't you understand how in love I am? And Nadir then acknowledges, like, okay, okay, okay. I had also promised to stay away from you and be silent forever. But love, love, the might of love is fatal. Whoa, those are some kind of words, huh? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, if she gets caught, she'll get, they'll kill her. Well, yeah, and he's also renewed his promise to Zerga, who now has this authority. So, um, he says, the might of love is fatal. How could I have fled from those beautiful eyes? And Layla says, despite the darkness, despite your lengthy silence, my heart has read into your heart. I was expecting you. Weird. Awaiting your presence. They're on the same psychic wavelength. So she's, she in this little bit here, and she says, your sweet voice has brought me happiness. In this little bit. She softens. She's literally changed her tune. <laughs> <laughs> God, Pat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and Nadir is over the moon. It's like, is it true? Is it true? Oh, rapture, he says. Oh, rapture. And they they go on. Oh, rapture. Maybe we can pull it up and listen to a little bit of this. All right. So these are the two young lovers reunited and both like breaking their promises. Yeah, but. Because love is fatal. Yeah, the, my, love is mighty. A mighty force. Léla, Léla, Dieu passant.
Well, they're deeply in love there, aren't they? I mean, it sounds like it. Leila and Nadir. Nadir from the Pearl Fishers by Georges Bizet. And we are coming to the final song, quite a lengthy one, uh, the final piece in Act Two. And uh, the name of it is Ah, Come Back to Your Senses. Revenez à la raison. À la raison. I wonder what that uh, would be in it. I <laughs> no idea. <laughs> it's beyond my expertise. Um, so weird but, that they write the, the titles still in French when the libretto is in Italian. I don't Doesn't have make an sense. answer for that. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, so after that beautiful song that we just listened to, um, what I, I couldn't hear, I, could, I don't know if you could, a storm is heard. You hear the sounds oh, of a like storm. Made by a gong, maybe, and a, and a big drum. What are those kettle drums that they play in the symphony? Uh, kettle drums? Okay. That, <laughs> um, that works for me. However, we're not supposed to be thinking about instruments okay, in an okay, orchestra okay. pit. I we're know. supposed to be thinking about a storm <sighs> raging. Yes. And the lives of the pearl fishers. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. They're out there in boats. And little guess boats. what? What? She was hired to keep that from happening. Mm. And when does the storm happen? When Nadir is up there. When the canoodling starts. Yeah. I, I love that word. I do too. <laughs> canoodling. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's when the canoodling starts. And so, and so that's when she snaps back and she says, come back to your senses. You have to leave. We're going to get caught. It might be bad for you, but I'm going to get killed. Right. Right. And, um, and, and you're sort of like, okay, okay, my love, but every night I'm going to come and visit you. Because that, that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. That's a plan. Nobody will All know. Right. And she's like, okay, okay, tomorrow. That's good. That's good. I'll wait for you. But and he says, okay, tomorrow I'll leave. And they, he leaves and the storm intensifies. And then some shots are heard. <gasps> And what happened? Nurabad comes in. And he's mad. What happened? He's really mad. What happened? They are pursuing Nadir. Oh, they because they thought, yeah, they're like, they've realized What's going that on? he's there to uh, spend some time with their virgin goddess. And that's not okay. Mm -mm. It's not just about her. She had to make this promise because mm -hmm. her purity is part of what uh, enhances the power of her prayers. Again, keeping my feminist thoughts to myself. <laughs> it's opera. You have to go with it here. So it's it. They are they are in hot pursuit of of Nadir. That's why they were firing. Um, and and Nurabad comes in and he is he is in a lather. Yeah. And. And it's not okay. He says, this sacred sanctuary has been violated. Where is the intruder? Where is he? And they find him. And is that what's happening now? Is this Nurabad? I can't hear so well. Is that him? No, that's a face. That's Nurabad. Oh, He's Nurabad. I'm sorry. Nadir, I was... And he's like, I'm all mad and whatnot. Yes. Yes. And they're chasing him. Well, that's definitely chase music. That's definitely chase music. <laughs> we know that from the all the Warner Brothers cartoons <laughs> that used classical music. Bizet did it first. 
He was ahead of his time. <laughs> so you want to listen to this, or you want to keep talking about what's going on? I like. Let's listen to storm stuff. It sounds nice. Can we? Yes, we may. The storm is coming. just jumped in there. Zorga. Zorga's not happy about this. No. So they, they've caught Nadir. They've brought him in. And he says, I'd rather die than beg for mercy. And the, the, the chorus is, you know, kill them both. Just kill them both. They've, they've broken their vows. They, they've imperiled our entire village, our, mm-hmm. our way of life. And, and they're, they're wanting it. And then that voice that just came in, it says, stop. I'm in charge here. Remember? Yeah. You picked me. You pledged your fealty. You bent the knee. <laughs> you picked me for your leader. Mm-hmm. And I get to decide alone, just me. I get to be the one in charge. To decide their fates. Exactly. And the chorus is singing, they must die. They must die. It's like, you bloodthirsty gotta... crowds. Well, crowds, you know. They tend to be bloodthirsty. Crowds. Um, but these guys at least... I mean, they're not just in it for the fun of, like, seeing people die. They're angry because their own lives, the lives of their loved ones, they believe have been imperiled right. by the breaking of the vow. Mm-hmm. So they, they have they, a little they more... they believe in the gods. They have a little more justification than a lot of crowds who get mm-hmm. excited about executions. Right. That said, Zorga says, it's not your call, guys. It's mine. Mm-hmm. My call. Um, and Zorga comes and says... I'm I'm in charge, and Zorga lifts up, or he has one of the guards lift up her veil, the veil. to take a look at who this this woman is who hasn't kept her promise. Right. Dum dum dum. Ugh. And he recognizes her. And things get bad. And things get really bad. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. Things get really really bad. He recognizes Layla, and. He's totally changed his tune. He was trying to be the calming influence on the bloodthirsty crowd. And he realizes everything that's gone on. He says, He's been betrayed by both of them. Exactly. No pity, no mercy. They both must die. No pity, no mercy. And the storm gets even more intense. And Layla and Nadir pray together to Brahma, protect us, protect us. And like, this is just this you know, big giant end of this act. And everyone is is singing for the thing they care about most. Let's listen to the rest oh, of this. I, yeah, listen, okay. I love that lovely baritone voice. Yes. You're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL.
End of Act Two. And scene. Right. And scene. With an imperious gesture from Zerga, Nadir is dragged away and Layla is taken away by the priests. It sounds kind of sad. Sounds kind of sad, but there is an Act Three. There is an Act Three. There's more. Is there going to be a wedding at the end, like a Zigfield? No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I get excited. I, I'm not. I don't think it's exactly a Follies here, but uh, no, not really. Not really Follies. But Act Three, we are um, we are going to open on Zorgum, and he's going to sing. L'orage. The storm has quieted down. L'orage c'est L'orage c'est calme. C'est calme. And it's not that just the orage. <laughs> Zorga has also calmed himself a bit. He's like, I'm going to take a walk around the block. <laughs> Count and then I may take a wa- another walk around the block. Yeah. And I'm going to do that until I just get my act together. Until yeah. I regain my composure. Yeah, this rage is no good for me. Well, that's kind of good. He's not just like some vengeful dictator. He's like trying to do his best. Well, I mean, he did just, you know, sing at the top of his voice, no pity, no mercy. But he's he's taking well, but maybe, a moment to reflect. Maybe he'll change his mind. Yeah, well, so he, let's let's see how this plays no out, shall we? <laughs> he He's... He's thinking it through. He's alone and he's thinking it through. And ultimately, he's reflecting on the fact that Nadir really is a good friend of his, in spite of the broken promises, a f- tender friend of my youth. And oh, Layla, radiant beauty. Please forgive my blind rage. He's still singing to himself, but he's, he's working his way up to just give my, forgive my blind rage. Forgive the passion of an angry heart. In spite of myself, remorse is crushing me. And then he says to himself, I am ashamed of my cruelty. Oh. He's trying to be a good leader. He's trying. He's trying right now. Gotta give him an, you know, and he an says, e Forgive for the passion of an angry heart. I'm ashamed of my cruelty. Forgive. So he's 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 asking for forgiveness and he falls back and and Layla is now broken or sorry brought in by um two of the of the townspeople to see zorga and so following all that reflection we're going to have a a scene and a duet between zorga and leila um which is which is a fabulous scene if you ever have an opportunity to watch this opera it's just a fabulous fabulous scene but right now let's listen to zorga's song the storm has quieted down so Aria, this, I should say. This is L'Orage C'est Calm. The rage has calmed. The storm has calmed. On uh, The Pearl Fishers by George Bizet on Opera for Everyone.
Well, here in the Pearl Fishers, we've been listening to Zorga as he works through his anger and realizing he'd rather be merciful. Than get revenge. Yeah. And he's he's asking them, he's thinking it through, but he's ashamed of his cruelty and he's going to ask for forgiveness. And um, Layla appears. That's coming up. Layla is about to appear. And he sends the, the escorts, the guards away, and she wants to talk to him. She's scared to death. I mean, because she's been condemned to death, if yep. you recall. She doesn't know any of this bit that he's been singing about. How he feels I'd like bad. To, and I'd like to forgive to them, the and right I'm ashamed thing. of my cruelty. And she comes in and she says, I, I've come to beg you for mercy. Not for herself, of course. For Nadir? For Nadir. She says... That seems like the wrong approach with a guy that's in love with you. She says, go ahead, punish me, but please spare him. He didn't do anything wrong. And he says, what? He's innocent? Nadir? Really? Tell me. He's kind of excited. Like, Nadir didn't do anything wrong? How, how is that possible? Um, weren't, weren't you waiting for him in the sanctuary? And Layla says, no, it was purely by chance that he happened into the sanctuary. Just mm. a coincidence. I don't know if I buy that. And Zorga. Does he fall for it? He's not sure he can buy it, but he wants he to wants buy to it. He wants to believe it because he doesn't want to believe that both his friend and the woman he loves have betrayed him. Right. And she, she's like, no, no, I'm not deceiving you. I promise you. And Zorga's like, oh, so his promise of sacred friendship was true? He's no traitor? And he's elated, Zorga. He's so relieved because he was working to forgive him. He was asking for forgiveness. But like to find out, oh, Zorga, or excuse me, oh, Nadir didn't do anything wrong. Zorga's very happy about that. Um, and Layla's like, yeah, that's right. Like, it's okay. He didn't do anything wrong. But... Um, it's just me. Um, and, and she says, and, and besides, please, please keep him safe. After all, he is my only love. That's uh -oh. not the right approach. No, Layla. no, no. She just, it all went south when she said that. He is my only love. Ugh. That's And he's like, your only love? What? Like, and Zorga's, the, the storm clouds are gathering in his being. And says, you have got to be kidding. You love him. He's your only love. See, because he was kind of thinking this is the infatuation that the two of them had both right. had. Um, and he's, he finally says to her, listen, your words have revived my hatred and my rage. In your effort to save him. You've condemned him to you've death. You've destroyed him. Yes, exactly that exactly that and she's like no no have mercy have pity and he screams but i'm jealous and now she's the one who gets to be shocked jealous why are you jealous did she not know that he was in love with her she didn't know that oh, he was in love with her okay all right and so that happens sometimes and so he explains it for her he says layla i loved you just the way that he loved you and she is she can't quite wrap, wrap her, her head, head around that mm -mm, cannot cannot 
Um, she says, you, he says to her, you are begging me for his life, but by rekindling the flame of my jealousy, you have destroyed him forever. Let the sentence be carried out. And may a duel, two-person, sacrifice, avenge me, and unite your guilty loves. Your guilty loves will be united. And she says, how dare you reproach me for having loved him? And he says, uh, I reproach him for being loved when I am not. That's pretty honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not proud, but there you go. That's how it is. And it's on and on. By trying to save him, you've destroyed him. And she finally comes around to, okay then, take your revenge. But once your rage has had its way, you will feel remorse. There's a threat. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because she's a priestess. Maybe she'll pa- oh, yeah. cast a spell on him. Oh, yeah. No, and she, in fact, at the end she's of the song, she says, you cruel man, I curse you. I curse you. Let's listen. So this is uh, Layla and Zorga hashing it out in the Pearl Fishers.
with each other are they Mm-mm. no Layla and Zorga they're having words they're having words well you know he's been betrayed he he's like you loved him how can that be like well I have the power to uh take my revenge and so he does and she's she's resigned to this and she, but she threatens him she says well you're you're gonna be sorry my friend you are gonna be sorry Sure, you can kill me. Absolutely. You can kill us both. We'll be united forever in heaven. You can, like, think about that for a little while. (laughs) Take that. (laughs) Yeah. And he's just jealousy, jealousy. Yeah, I no mercy, no pity. She says, and by the way, while you're thinking about us being in heaven together, which we will be, I curse you. (laughs) Yeah. She, I mean, she is someone who is revered, revered for her spiritual powers. So a curse from someone like that might make you kind of nervous. It might make you kind of nervous. But he's he's not taking the bait. He's just he's he's a wounded animal at this point. He's just he's going to do whatever he can. He's angry, 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 and he wants to get some revenge. So Pat, in the last four minutes of the show, oh, four minutes. Okay. What, let's set it up, and then we're going to go out on the on the on the final two songs. So, what's going to happen before okay. the end of the well, opera? She's resigned herself to the death, and the uh, procession is coming in to get ready for the executions. They're getting everyone ready, and this necklace that she talked about. Oh, right, yeah, it's precious to her. So she takes it off her neck, and she finds one of the guards, and she says, "Here, my friend, when I'm dead, will you see that this necklace gets to my mother?" Aww. And, I mean, I I have to confess, when I watch the opera, this is the part that made me cry. Aww, because then, really? Because he's like a soldier just trying to do his duty. And she says, you do this for me, and I will pray for you, and you from will be heaven. blessed. And he takes the necklace, and she's she's pulled away for the execution, and Zorga's like, uh, let me see that necklace. Are we putting the pieces together? Then what happens? He looks at the necklace. He recognizes the necklace. Yes, I could. I wish you could see the surprise on Keely's face right now. What? It was so. Wait, what? He recognizes the necklace because he, in fact, gave it to a child many years ago, a little girl who helped him in his time of need. Uh, He's remember she sang about the fugitive. He was she was the brave. Fugitive that she was brave enough to protect. She saved his life. She saved his life. And when he gave she her the necklace. Child. And now he's going to condemn her to death. Well, he's just now seen the necklace. Right after she's been taken away. So then what happens? Well, he kind of goes white at all of that, and you know the chorus is like, "Yeah, yeah, we're going to have an execution. Going to have an execution." And um, we have Layla and Nadir come together, and they're singing this pretty, pretty duet, which we'll listen to in a minute. Um, They're singing this beautiful duet about being in heaven together, and um, finally, the back of the stage gets red. 
and smoke starts appearing. And Zorga runs in. He says, quick, friends, quick. Go save your homes. Go save your families. The village is on fire. What? And everyone runs off in disarray, you know, forgetting about this because everything's on fire. Yeah. And the it turns out, Zerg explains to them, I lit the fire, he says. You guys have to escape. I love you both so much. You must escape. And so they, you know, there's a little singing, a little talking about it. They run off because they've been given their opportunity to flee and Zorga remains alone on the stage. He's with gonna, the necklace. With the necklace. I, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I lost track of the necklace. But he he says, I've done the right thing. Now, some of us might be saying, yeah, you've just sent a bunch of people's homes on fire. And he says, I've done the right thing. I've done my duty. And I've kept my promise. And he says, farewell, dreams of love. That's it. That's it. That's it. And so we go out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Opera for Everyone. Pearlfishers, Georges Bizet. Thanks for listening to another episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. We know that opera can be challenging. But everyone loves a good story. And a story set to music is even better. That's why our mission is to make Opera, opera for, for Everyone. everyone.